Welcome to Broadly Unfiltered, where Nicole and Gabrielle talk about their take on all the things. No filters, some swearing, but always on their own terms. Hello. Hey, girl. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Uh, you know, 42. <laughs> I love that. 42. 42. I was you know going to do this cute little thing where I was going to be like dancing to Taylor Swift, like 22, but say 42. And then I was like, I have no time for that shit. <laughs> that's okay that's okay so what is huh i was gonna say i have a good feeling about this year for you for everything i just i don't know like i have a weird like feeling that it's gonna be a really good year for you well i hope that weird feeling is right i hope that Um, because i'm the good feeling i mean of course if it's associated with me it's weird Let's just put it that <laughs> No. But I hope so, too. I, I'm struggling. I'm sorry, girl. It's all good. We're just, you know, when you're, at, like, nearing the end of the third quarter and you have so much just deadlines, you got a lot of stuff going on. You know how it is. Yeah. I'm working my way through it. So... Yeah. What's new and exciting? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I keep saying because I'm like, I'm literally the most boring person ever. Um, Um, Not at all. (laughs) It's just like, honestly, like, July and August were so busy that now, like, in September, like, I have a little bit more downtime and it's kind of nice. Like, <clears throat> on Sunday and Monday, Rich and I literally didn't do anything. We watched movies and shows and literally just laid around all day. Just the two that, of us. That sounds glorious. It was so nice. So we needed. did that we did that Sunday. Mm, so yeah, good. Sunday. So so good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And all the babies are here. Everybody's happy. We're all good, right? Oh, yeah. So happy. So good. My <clears throat> my mom was in town this weekend, and my little sister was in town this weekend. So oh, nice. Yeah. My mom got to meet the babies. and Well, both of them got to meet the babies for the first time. So it was, it was cool. Oh, good. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the fam stuff. Yeah, we went to my we went to my parents' house on Saturday, and my dad. We were talking about. So, have you done the DNA thing for like Twenty Three and Me or Ancestry or any of that? I don't know who all does it, but oh yeah, okay. So, my my sister got it for my dad like a year or two ago for Christmas. So my dad got his DNA stuff done. Did you know that it can randomly change? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> so he got like an update and Lord knows how old like the update was or whatever, but it was just like changing something like it was still the same thing, but it just like increased the amount of Spanish that we are apparently. And I was like, okay, so for years, years, we thought we were so Irish. We were told we were. And, you know, whatever. So this happens. We're from Wales. Which, I mean, it's not like that far off, but I mean, hello, no. Wales. But we are actually more Spanish than we are, or at least on my dad's side, we are more Spanish than we are Irish. Wow. I have a shamrock tattoo on my ass. That's about how Irish I am at this point. <laughs> that small amount. That's about how Irish I am at this point. But <laughs> that's hilarious. I know. I was like, um, okay, so oh, we're frauds. We're just fraudulent. We didn't. <laughs> you didn't know. Right? So then that's I so was funny. like, oh, let me log into my ancestry.com. And my dad's like, well, how do you get all those leaves to come up? So I was like explaining to him, we literally spent like three to four hours just going through ancestry.com and looking up stuff for both families. And like, I showed my dad, his dad's draft card. I showed him um, his parents, like marriage certificate and like his great grandfather. stuff. it was like really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, so now I'm like, hooked and Matt's like oh I guess we I guess we have a subscription to that now I was like mm, I mean I'm doing a free trial right now <laughs> that's hilarious I just want to know where I come from apparently no it's definitely like it's very very cool to like see those kinds of things so I did I did 23 and me not ancestry okay but <clears throat> I did it because one my dad's adopted so we don't really know anything about his side of the family, like his medical history, anything like that. And so 23andMe does like a medical portion on top of their like ancestry. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to do it because I've had so many health issues. Like I wanted to check and make sure that like there was nothing else like genetically that I was predisposed to. Um. But yeah, it was really interesting. Like, what we got, or what I got back from my, like, ancestry part was pretty, like, I, I expected it. Okay. We're, we're basically Wonder Bread. And I tell people that, and I'm like, I am, I am as Wonder Bread as they come. There's literally nothing in me that has any cool ethnicity, nothing. I am the whitest of white. Well, my dad was like, oh, we're like Eastern European. We're like, yeah, we knew that. And then he said, oh, yeah, and we're like 19% Spanish or something like that. I went, huh? <laughs> yeah, I went, okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%, almost 100% European. Yeah, like 100%. I'm so I'm, I'm like waiting for. Somebody was like, oh, they have sales all the time. And I was like, mm, I'll get a kit. First of all, whenever I have the extra money to do it. Because I'm like, I, you know, I'm playing for babysitters, preschool, 
soccer, dance. I got all this crap right now. I'm like, that'll yeah. just have to, that'll just have to wait. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, it's such a cool thing. And you think about it, like we were looking back at my dad's death and I can't think of how far back it was. Cause we couldn't go back too far because we had to stop because you have to get the international, um, like subscription because oh. that part of the family came from Wales in like 1900. Oh. So we had to, we couldn't go back any further. I couldn't, I'm like, all right, I need to know what's going on. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, ah, oh. but so one of my dad's relatives and I think it was like a great uncle or something was a milkman. And my dad just happens to be a truck driver for United Dairy. So my dad is also a milkman. So I found that very interesting. My dad's like, huh, he was a milkman too. I just, my mom was like, (laughs) she goes, well, look at that, Ralph. He was a milkman too. I just, (laughs) but it was so funny though. Like, how crazy is that? How weird is that though? I mean, that I guess it's crazy. I guess it could be common, but you don't go like, "Hey, my triple great uncle was a milkman, and so am I." But I just thought that was pretty cool, and I'm like, "All right, then." So I love that. That is really, really. <laughs> that is very, very cool. Do you want? So I have a good twenty three and Me story. Okay, ab- tell me about my family. <laughs> so, so just this year. Um, my mom, so my mom is one of four. She has two brothers and a sister. Mm-hmm. They found out that they have a fifth sibling. Okay. Like half brother that nobody ever knew about. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Like, holy shit. Did they they reach out? Yeah. So essentially what happened was this guy, he got 23andMe and he was like looking through and he, because on 23andMe they like tell you like your relatives and what percentage they are that are close to you and whatever. And I guess this guy was like, um, I have a, I have siblings because my uncle, my aunt, my mom, they all have 23andMe. And he reached out to, I think it was my uncle first on Facebook. Oh, wow. And basically, like, my grandfather had an illegitimate child (laughs) that nobody knew about. Oh, my gosh. Um, That he didn't even, like, so this, like, half uncle or whatever didn't even... (laughs) Didn't even know, like, his whole life. So his dad was dead. um, And his mom had recently died. So I think he was just doing it to see, you know, what people do, like you and I do. um, Just to see his ancestry and everything like that. And it came up. And come to find out that my grandma was friends with his mom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm but, like, it's like, oh, and oh. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know all the details because they're not my details to tell or whatever. But right, and we can't confirm or deny anything because both of um, my mom's parents have passed. But they are. I think. I think my aunt and my. I, I don't know. They are either scheduling a meetup to meet him or they've already done so. I I have to ask my mom, but like, holy shit. This guy grew up his whole life thinking his dad and his mom were his real dad and his mom, but he actually had a different dad. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Because that- then it's like, it's. It's almost exciting though, because like, oh my gosh, now I'm re- I'm not alone. You know what I mean? My parents are mm-hmm. gone, but I have these siblings, and if they're open to meeting him, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happened happened as far as parents go. But if yeah. you want to embrace that sibling, I think that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, I mean, from from my mom and my aunt's perspective, like, it's definitely weird, but at the same time they're all grown up enough like that it's kind of cool um yeah like had it come out however long ago you know like back in the day like when they were growing up things probably would have been different but yeah they're all open to meeting him and where they already have I'm not entirely sure I should follow up with my mom on that but (laughs) (laughs) well that's one of the things I think it's like I've been thinking so much and I birthdays are hard. Like I love birthdays. I love my birthday. We have ridiculous amounts of birthdays from August to September. And we also have my parents' anniversary, September 1st. So it's like, we have so many. Um, And we were just, we were kind of like looking at stuff and, you know, seeing like when my, when my mom's parents got married and like when my uncles were born and stuff like that. And I'm like, there are so many August and September birthdays. I'm like, happy holidays to our family. That's how it was. <laughs> but it's literally like we, and my mom is August 10th. My brother is the 20th and I'm the 29th. So when we were there, my mom had like a cake and stuff. Um, but I sat there on my birthday and I was all in my feelings. I'm like, I don't, it's, I don't care about getting older. Okay. I do. I do, mm-hmm. but I don't. What? It's just that everything goes so quickly, and I have been missing my grandma, my Grammy, so much. And so I played her voicemails from the couple years that I have when she would tell me happy birthday or sing me happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And my heart just like yeah. broke. And I. I just miss her so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, it's so crazy how it's like, you know, it's been almost two years and you'll be okay. But then you're like, man, I really haven't been okay. I've just been holding this in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. I went, I went and sat on her porch on Saturday. Um, I went for a walk and I just sat there and I sat in the chair, like on her porch where I would always sit. And I just left her, feet you know and I was just like like as if she was just sitting there with me because like all of her all of her stuff is still there there's you know we're still you know how this stuff goes you know oh yeah oh yeah I was just like it felt good to sit there like I was with her 
Mm-hmm. And the only thing that was different, I had to go check on her rose bush and see how it was doing. I always like to take a rose every year just to have the petals and, you know. Um, and it's just like, and then I get angry because I'm like, I hate the hospital because they killed her. I mean, it's just not like a whole thing. I went off on a whole tangent. I called my mom on Sunday and I was like, because it was my dad's mom, but my mom like was so close to her too. And I'm mm-hmm. asking, I was like, well, why didn't they do this? And da 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 And she's like, I, I don't know. She's like, we were thinking the same thing. And I was like, how much longer do we have on that wrongful death thing? You know, my mom's yeah. like, Gabe, I, they, you can't do it. She's like, you can't do it. It would be have to be your dad or your aunt or your uncle. You know, like they'd have to open the case or like file a claim. I'm like, we've got two months left. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot to go along with that. But I was just like, it's not going to change anything. And apparently I just want to spend somebody else's money on a very expensive lawyer to just (laughs) make myself feel better at this point. But I'm just like, man, but other than that, I had a, a good birthday week. (laughs) I got a massage, went out to brunch with my friend. It was lovely. That's awesome. Everybody deserves a good birthday. Yeah. Now August is it? What are we supposed to do now? Birthday month is over. Yeah, I know. And so now as we... you were going through like all the birthdays in your family, there are so many birthdays in August for my family. So it's like there's a cluster in August, there's a cluster in October and November. And then we have like a couple outliers in March. This is just my dad's side of the family, that is. Yeah. Um, so but August yeah. takes you back to about Thanksgiving-ish. October is going to take you like after New Year's. <laughs> um, November is going to give you Valentine's Day. So if you think about the placement of it, and if it's like March or April, it could be 4th of July. It just depends. Just saying. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, for the love. <laughs> but anyway. Fine. So, yeah. I, I was, mean, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was on, I got, um, I was, I worked from home today and there was a Beyond Boss, like lunchtime call. And so mm-hmm. I jumped on so I could listen and everybody was talking about how the struggle as far as like getting into a routine now that you know the technical summer is over and then people who have kids that are going to school and all that kind of stuff like finding that balance and like how's everybody handling it I think we're all we're all on the same shit together at this point (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know and that's whatever you were like we just hung out at home and did nothing I was like I know it was lovely we did the same thing on Sunday. It was just like, I made pulled pork and we literally sat a while around and watched cooking shows and stuff. We did nothing. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Same. <laughs> like, so nice to just relax and be at home. And then on the other hand, I can't wait oh. for like another get together. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't wait to see you in person again. I know. 
I know. I same. Like, I don't know. We'll have to do something. But um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh my god. Oh, as you were talking about your grandma, it just made me think of my grandma so much. And like when you said like her birthday voicemails and stuff like this, like I just had to tell you. So my grandma wrote us letters in our birthday cards. You know, like every occasion that we had, it was like like, whether it's a birthday or like something big in our lives, she wrote us letters. And I actually have some of the letters that she wrote me when I was younger in like collaged in a frame because that's like one of the only ways that I well not the only ways but like that is one of the ways that like I know I can honor her and like I see it every day and I think of her every day um so maybe like something like that um to give yourself like a gift and make you feel like your Grammy is always there with you like I don't know you can get a painting with like how do you call it like the voice waves like when somebody says I love you and like have you ever seen those I have yes where where it's just like a little frame and it's like their voice waves but it but that wave says I love you um that would be cute to be able to turn you know your voicemail into something that would remind you of her or um things like that because like I was very close with my grandparents all of my grandparents, but my mom's mom specifically, I was very close with her. Um, yeah. We spent a lot of time with our grandparents, and I will, that w- that's one of the things, like, in my life, like, in growing up that I will never forget about, because it makes you, like, part of who you are, you know? You spend a lot of time with them, you learn from them, and my grandma was just, like, the sweetest human being. Um... So, yeah, I just wanted to tell you, like, if you, you know, I, it's at the top of my steps in my hallway upstairs, and, like, I just look at it every day, like, when I'm coming up the steps, or if I'm going downstairs, whatever, and it just, like, gives me that, like, warm feeling um, that she's here with me. And I also have her handwriting tattooed on my side. (laughs) Yeah, well... That's what I rescheduled my tattoo appointment for later on in September. I was just my birthday. I had too much stuff to do. Um, So that's what I'm getting whenever I go. And she'll be like, baby, I could hear her saying it like, why would you do that? I'm like, Graham, because I wanted it. (laughs) And I can hear I can hear her going like, well, you know, I'm always with you anyway. You don't have to get my my writing on you. And I'd be like, yeah, but I want (laughs) to see it. You know, like, I can hear what the conversation is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, it's amazing the grief, you know, they say grief comes in waves, Mm -hmm. you know? And then there's that thing that says grief comes in waves, and today I'm drowning. And Mm -hmm. I feel that way sometimes, you know? And it has its moments and everything like that. And there are times where I think about it too with um, even just like with stuff that happened with Matt, like I'm still grieving the loss of the life that we had and everything that we, everything that changed. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of time with him, obviously, that we lost. 
there's a lot of, I mean, but thankfully we have all of this, you know, Mm -hmm. all of this time now, but there's time that I missed with Collins being a baby because I was so worried about everything else and working so much to try to make sure things were good that it's like, I'll never get that back either, you know? So, especially after, you know, having the hysterectomy and stuff and you're like, well, I'm really not going to go through that phase again. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, that ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah. Grief is so complex. And if anybody tells you that it's not, they're lying. Yeah, there it's um it's a very interesting situation. <laughs> okay, here. You can take my phone. Why don't you take it in the house? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You can take my phone. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome, baby. I love you. Oh, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> she said, "Thank you for talking nicely to me and giving me your phone." <laughs> oh my God, she's so cute. She's so. This is our first week with. Go ahead, buddy. I'm sitting out on the back porch. I'm sure you can hear all the crickets and everything. Um, <laughs> so she. This is the first week that she has school two dance classes, and soccer starting on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. So next week is full week of school, two dance classes, and soccer. So she's a little tired. Yeah. Yeah. She's She had uh, tumbling tonight. And I swear, this girl, I bought her shorts before we went on vacation, before we left for Charleston. They fit her. They are booty shorts now. She is so... How much wow. did you grow this summer? And now she won't stop <sighs> eating. Which means that she's going for another roast I'm like, oh, my Lord. She's one of the tallest kids in her class. The Bailey was, too. I'm like, my children. Yeah. I make the tallest. I make very large children. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Wait, how tall is Bailey? Bailey's how tall like 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's Matt's like six really one tall six too. Two. Matt's not his dad. <laughs> I no no no. I know I know. I was yeah, for Collins. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Which yeah. So that in that respect, she comes by it like you know. And in my family, my uncles range from like my shortest uncle is also the oldest uncle, and he is like he's shorter than me, and I'm like five five and a half on a good day. Um, and then my tallest uncle was probably like six five. Wow. You know, yeah. And then, like, his son, I want to say, is, like, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So we have, like, we do have tall people. But, like, Bailey's whatever you want to call him. He's only, like, 5'11". So it's so funny because Bailey's taller than him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm, I'm sure he looks at it, you know, like, well, he doesn't see him. But he's probably like, oh, that's not my kid. He's too tall. I'll be like, that's right. But he is yours. <laughs> and he'll kick your ass one day. Don't worry. But anyway. Anywho. Salmoning back. 
sounding back to grief. Um, <laughs> I think this. I I think this is an appropriate topic for today. Um, just because, like, of everything that you're going through mentally, and like, it's it's not easy. Like, when I was in therapy years ago, one of the one of my biggest things, like, getting over it, was like losing people that were important in my life, losing influential people in my life that. I looked up to or my heroes, you know, gave me advice and like, they were like the, this, what's the word? They were like those rocks that like, I always went yep. to if I needed like advice, like, I, it's just like, it, I don't know, it's one of those things like, so my family had a, had a trailer in a campground for most of my life. My grandparents, um, my grandparents started there in like the early 70s or something and our family's been going ever since up until a couple years ago um my mom sold the trailer and everything like that so in the summers we would go up every weekend and you know my mom was a teacher so she had off summers so there were times when we would go up there for longer periods of time um when we were younger and we spent a lot of time with our grandma and our grandfather like we had a trailer across the street from them and like they were so influential in my life and if I need like if I need advice on anything like I've already said this but getting through that grief was part of my healing in my journey through therapy like understanding and learning how to let people love me the way that like they loved me it was really hard for me to like let go of that concept um and I still have that little piece of me that mourns them all the time um I know like others in my family do too but like it's just a complex thing and you never really like get over it um and I've just learned how to, like, work through it and talk about it and remind myself of them, cry if I need to, read the letters that I have up there, because that'll make me cry every time, and, like, look at pictures, like, have them memorialized in your house, and, um, I don't know, grief is just hard. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, so, where my desk is, there is, so our house, like I said before, is older. There was actually, like, a little nook built into the wall where people would put their telephones, okay? So I have, like, this little, it's kind of like how a cathedral window is, you know what I mean? It's just rounded, and then, you know, whatever. There's a little shelf in there. Yeah. My gram. there's a picture of my grandma holding Collins, and she yeah. was, she was maybe a month old, maybe, and they were both wearing shirts with polka dots on it, and it was... Aww my favorite thing and so I get to you know I see it every day and it's like my dad is starting to I think my dad is starting to deal with it a little more because um he had gotten my grandma's car um yeah like you know with everything and so we're talking like uh November 4th will be two years my dad just traded it in you know and 
because he said, I, I will never drive this. Am I going to leave it sit here like a memorial and just let it you know, go? Cause I will never, you know, I'm never going to drive it. Cause it smells like her. Mm. And when he, it's kind of like when he finally let that go, you know what I mean? That was kind of, and that's, he traded it in and he got his Camaro and <laughs> you know, that, yeah. I think that was like him taking a step into deal with dealing with it better and everything like that. Um, I, however, am like holding firmly to, I want to take everybody down who didn't care for her in the hospital. Like they were like, oh, well, she's 88. I'm like, so because somebody's 88, their life isn't worth saving. Is this what we're talking about now? Mm-hmm. Because, because I'm coming for you. You know what I mean? So like, I'm, I'm still very angry. I was going to say, you're still in the angry face. Yeah. Which is normal. I'm, yeah. I am still very angry. And I am usually a very emotional person. Like most of my life, I am somebody who would cry very easily, get upset or whatever. I am almost like, I don't want to say numb, but kind of, because I haven't mm-hmm. cried a whole lot. Like I, I was telling, I was telling Matt because he wasn't there the day that like my sister called me, I was at work and she called me and said, she was like, she said when Graham was going into surgery and then she called me like not even a half an hour later and said, she's not going to make it. You have to get here to say goodbye that she's not going to make it through the day. And I was like, okay, I don't know how I made it from Regent Square to Uniontown Hospital in an hour, but I did. I don't remember some of the drive, but when I got there and I saw her, I hit the ground. I hit like, and I just sobbed and I like, and Matt, like, I didn't really tell him a whole lot. I just, you know, and I, we were talking about it and I was just like, I, I just hit the ground. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't even hold myself up anymore because it was like, she was my strength. She was my rock. And, like, she was, like, we'll do it this way. She was kind of like the lighthouse. So whenever I was lost in a storm, that's how I found my way home. And I know it sounds so corny, but it's literally, like. It's not corny. That's how I would find my way back, you know. And Mm -hmm. she was with me through so much stuff. She watched Bailey, you know. And so Bailey spent so much time and I know like that wrecked him. Yeah. You know, so it was just like, we lost so many people in a short amount of time. Like when Matt was in a coma, when he finally came home from the hospital. So over that two month span with him being like almost dead in a coma, waking up, going to rehab, he gets home like late August. In September, my aunt and uncle, my uncle who was only like eight years older than me, and his wife who was a year younger than me, were killed in a car accident. Like, oh my God. Like, slaughtered. I'm not even joking. The guy actually has like life in prison because it was that bad. Um, oh my God. So we lost both of them. A month and a half later, my cousin who was three years older than me, who I grew up with, who literally lived like under the same roof, like because we had a duplex, she lived next door. 
she died from metastatic breast, breast cancer. Um, we lost another fa- I mean, it was like, we lost like four family members. 2018 was the, the best thing that came out of it was Collins. <laughs> so we lost so many people and I was like, oh, we have a break. And then like, we lost my gram. I was, cause I told people before, I was like, whenever my grandma dies, I'm not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And like, I was very close with my Bubba, but to lose my gram, like the overwhelming sadness that stays with me all the time. And it's hard not to like feel it because I do. It's, it's like a weight on my chest. It is, it stays with me a lot. And like some days I'm okay. And then other days I'm like, I can't make another day without her. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was watching, I know this is going to sound so stupid. I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Lisa Renna lost her mom recently, mm-hmm. you know, in like last year. And her just saying like, I, I'm just, I'm trying so hard. I just don't know how to do it without her. I don't know how to live without her. And when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I lived, what was it, 40 years with my grandma in my life watching, you know, she watched us whenever my parents were at work, whenever they had stuff going on or whatever, like they were down the street. We just, we spent so much time with them. When I moved out of my parents' house, I literally moved a block and a half down the street and my grandma, I could look into like on her back porch. I could be like, Hey, Graham, yell across the, like the alley to her, you know? (laughs) And it's just, yeah, you just, you go, okay, so what do I do? And like, whenever you have that, what do you do to honor what their presence meant to you? You know, yeah. like, what do you, do you, like, I will never be her. I'm too judgmental and I'm kind of not nice. <laughs> my grand, like, <laughs> my grand. My, no, Grammy was, um, she was a very kind soul. She, we always said that, like, listen, if you need a miracle, Grammy's the closest person in God's ear. Cause that's like her faith was her biggest thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like, my faith has definitely been shaken since then. Cause I was always going to church with her. Like I started going to church with her at four and that was kind of always a constant in my life so it's very hard to you know I'm like I'm not as good as you and I don't put up with people shit like you did like not that she put up with it she just knew how to handle things in a different way yeah um what was I gonna say oh you saying that like you lost a bunch of people um, at one time. We did too. Like, we lost my mom's mom, my dad's dad, and my great-grandmother on my dad's side. All within two months of each other. One year. Isn't that crazy how it happened, too? Yeah, like, it was it was crazy. Um, and to this day, I regret not driving up to see my grandma when she passed so I had gone and visited her like a day or two beforehand and my mom was like don't come you already saw her like don't come it's fine um and I to this day regret not driving there 
but I I feel the same. We were supposed to, I was supposed to go down to my, like, go down to visit. Anytime we went to my parents' house, we'd go to my mom's, mom and dad's. We almost, like, stopped there to drop our stuff and check in. And then Mm -hmm. I would go straight to my grandma's house after that. Like, that's where I was going. You know what I mean? And I remember the last time that I saw her, I, we hugged each other so hard. You know? And we Mm -hmm. always hugged and stuff like that. She'd be like, I love you. She'd always tell Matt. She'd be like, I love you, big boy. You take care of yourself. <laughs> it was like oh. the funniest thing ever. And he goes, why I got to be big? She's like, well, you're not small. <laughs> I said, you know, she could say that because she wasn't saying it out of like meanness or anything yeah. like that. It was just, she was just being funny and silly and just being like, well, well, Matt, you're, you're not a small man. You know, but I was supposed to go down and something came up and I was like, I couldn't go. It was just like my time constraints and I just, I couldn't be everywhere. And I felt so bad. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't go, you know, and I get the regret. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I did see her, but it's just like, I wish I was in that room when she passed. Like, but you can't take anything back. So like. It is what it is, um, and I know she's with me all the time, every day. Um, I actually, some people don't believe in this, but I actually had, like, an angel reading. Um, I want to have one of those. <laughs> yeah, and, like, when they, when she read, you know, told me everything, she was like, there's a woman that is, like, coming through very strong. She's like, and usually only mothers come through this strong. Is your mom alive? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you have, you know, is there another woman in your life that was like a mother figure? And I was like, yeah. And I lost it. Like, cause she was like, she is with you all the time. Like she is here and she is so like vibrant that gets some comfort in knowing that she's always with you and as as much as she's with you she's like there are two gentlemen that are that are there and they're both you know coming through but she's the strongest and I lost it lost it because because she was so important to me and like I don't know if this has ever happened to you but my grandma had a specific perfume smell yes that I never, like, nobody else ever had the same perfume smell in my life. There were, there were times, like, there was a day that she followed me around everywhere. It was, like, I I went to get my hair done, I went to, like, work, and, like, in my car, like, I was just all over the place, and I was smelling her perfume. And those moments, like, make you feel a sense of comfort. Um... And that's what helps you, like, move through the phases of grief. Grief? Grief. (laughs) Um, Oh, poor girl. (laughs) She's so cute. She, like, refuses to sleep. She's she's been very clingy. Because she thinks that, like, me working from home means that I'm home, so she should be. So she doesn't want to go with grandma. She's good if she's going to school, but, like, this morning she didn't want to let me go, and 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adjustment. So, like, Um, actually, whenever, when I, right before I was having surgery, I was like, it's such a big thing. I wanted something of my grandma's. mm -hmm. So, I went to her house, and I was going through, and I was like, I don't, like, I can't wear jewelry when I'm there. So, it's not like I could really have anything. But I just wanted something, like, okay. And I kept it in my purse, and Matt had it. But I had one of her handkerchiefs and she had, so her perfume, she had a spray and she had a perfume oil. And I put a couple of drops of the perfume oil on the handkerchief. So it still smells like it too. And I keep it in a drawer and I would just like smell it like, okay, she's with me. I actually put it on too, but then that got like weird because I was like, I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just like, when you walk into her house, Phil it's it just smells like her you know Mm -hmm. so it's just it's it's funny how you all of your senses you use all of your senses in order to like fully grieve somebody but you also use all of your senses to remember them and to remember things about them like anytime Mm -hmm. I go somewhere like you like you said, walking into the room south. Anytime I go anywhere that is cooking something with a lot of garlic, immediately takes me back to my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And it, it, she used a lot of garlic and a lot of onion in her cooking. And her cooking was like, uh, like I can't even explain to you how well of a cook she was. She was phenomenal. Everything she made was good, like, but she used a lot of garlic and onion, and her house always had that aroma of garlic, yeah, um, when she was cooking because it was like she put it in everything. <laughs> and literally, if I think I forget where I was, but I walked into somewhere and I was like, Oh my god, it smells like grandma's house! And somebody was like, What? and I was like, no, You wouldn't get it, this is fine, <laughs> but like, it just like takes you back right away. Oh, like, yeah crazy I feel that way about certain diners when we go there because my bubba had see we call it a restaurant but it was a diner it was a mom and pop place you know but there's just some things and I'm like oh god this reminds me so much because like I was eight years old I'm you know got a chair up to the sink and helping to wash like helping wash dishes and stuff like that like I remember all of that my first job was waitressing you know at the restaurant and they're just things like, oh, when we go to a diner, if there's even anything that's like even remotely close to her food, which my mom cooks just like her, so I mm-hmm. still have it, but it's just, you know, I'm like, oh, and she would cater weddings, and I can't tell you how many weddings that I went to. I, it's probably why I love them so much, because everybody, like, my bubba was one of those people where she was just like, she was everybody's bubba. She was just mm-hmm. everybody's baba. Everybody loved her. And they'd be like, come on, Beth, come on out and dance. Like we'd be at a wedding, wedding reception and they'd be like, come out and dance there. Next thing you know, Bubba's out on the dance floor, you know, <laughs> just, I forget what song. She loved the chicken dance, but I just, I remember that like, and all the, like the little peach cookies from the cookie table and stuff like that. Like, I just remember all of that. And, you know, cause I just went along for the ride if you Mm -hmm. know if my mom had to cater and you know I didn't have anybody to watch me or if I would behave I could help because I would help set tables and stuff 
but yeah. it's like stuff like that and because like when she first passed away she passed away in 2011 when she first passed away I, it hit hard but I still had my Grammy you know mm-hmm. yeah and it was just like and I was very close to I was close to her but I think I was probably closer to my my Grammy um mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like things like that you're like oh, you know because now I can remember her like I miss her so much but at the same time, I'm like, I remember it in, in a, in a happier way, you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, Baba would love this. And I could just think about the stuff that she would do and we'd go shopping. Oh my God. We'd go <laughs> shopping. She, she loved to shop, loved to shop. And my pap would buy her anything that she wanted. If Bev wanted it, he'd make it happen. It just, you know, but we go to this place. So we went to this, there was a um, store called McCrory's and it had like, it had a restaurant and stuff like that, like a diner out front. And then it was like a kind of like a general store and stuff, but it was in the mall. Well, my, my Bubba would fart in another aisle and wait until we walk into it to make people think that we were doing it. And she'd be in the next aisle over laughing her ass off. That's amazing. I mean, <laughs> amazing. Honestly, like, so it's funny that it's funny that you say like she was probably like a jokester, like a big jokester. Oh, um, huge jokester. My grandma. So my family is full of agitators. Everybody in our like everybody knows how to agitate you, and it's funny. Like at this point in our lives, like it's hilarious. But my grandma was the ultimate agitator. She taught, like, no kidding. She taught our entire family how to be agitators. But it was hilarious. And thinking back on it, like, she was so funny. And full of life and just, like, agitated everybody. And made that, like, part of our family values. Like, if you you can't take somebody agitating you, you don't deserve to be, like, you can go home. Because you're not going to survive in this family. um, Without being able to take that. So, I love I love hearing that your grandma was, or your baba did similar things. Oh yeah, she was, she was a hoot. I love it. <laughs> That's the only way I can explain it. I love it. Okay, go ahead and go um, <laughs> Well, we're almost at an hour. Um, I know your girl is. My girl is refusing to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> refusing. But- but thank you so much for sharing all your stuff about grief. And I think that grief is an important thing to talk about in life. It also goes hand in hand with our mental health. And um, if you're grieving, if you need help grieving, get help as always. See a therapist, talk to somebody that you trust, things like that. Come um, grieve with us. Yeah. We'll figure out a way to make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Exactly. On a day when we're not in our feelings. (laughs) Yes. And honestly, like, I will send you, I have a book about, I have a book. It's kind of takes you through grieving process. It's what my, it's what my therapist used um, in our group therapy. Like we would have a reading every meet, like every therapy meeting. Um, And that would be like the topic of our therapy. And you could always like find something to um, reflect on. 
And so I'm going to send you the book and I will also put the book name in the um, description just so that like if you need help or if you're looking for something to read and like go through grief and stuff like that, um, you can kind of check it out and see if it's for you. Yeah. Um, Also, if you know kids that are having a hard time dealing with grief, we actually just recently watched this movie that came out on Netflix and it is called Riverdance. Now, I know you hear Riverdance, you're like, okay. It actually, the little boy never knew his parents. He was raised by his grandparents and his grandfather dies. And it kind of takes through him through like the stages of grief and how to like honor his grandfather's memory the way that he would, would have wanted to. And that, I think since we started watching that, that's kind of like where it's been hitting me a little bit harder because I'm like, I can't believe I need to learn to river dance. Like my grandma didn't river dance. Stop it. You know, <laughs> like Grammy'd be like, Gaby, what are you doing? <laughs> but I, th- I think it's a great example of how like to kind of work with kids and maybe not like little, little kids. Cause they don't understand it, but like older kids that are trying to understand that there is a way to honor their memory. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's awesome. But it's just a really cute movie. The first time I watched it, I was like, I'm going to (laughs) cry. All right. Well, we will see you again soon. Yeah. Because we're going to get back onto a regular schedule. Regular. I'm going to make it. I'm I'm getting out of the chaos. (laughs) Hey, it happens. It's life. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So I hope you all have a good week. And uh, if you want to reach out to either one of us and have a topic or anything that you want us to talk about, um, hit us up on Instagram and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome to Broadly Unfiltered, where Nicole and Gabrielle talk about their take on all the things. No filters, some swearing, but always on their own terms. Join us next time when we continue our discussion on marriage and all the shenanigans that comes along with it. Until then... Bye.